What's up, guys? I am Stavo, and this is Don't Dream Envision, a podcast for those who are trying to figure it out. This is a podcast where we get to have conversations about what we want to do, about our goals, about our dreams, and the things that we struggle with to try and get there. Um, should we even try? I think that when we graduate college, particularly in this millennial age group that I'm part of, I'm 26, figuring that stuff out after you graduate is super, super tough. Some people, I think, get lucky and get it figured out sooner rather than later. Some get stuck for quite a while trying to figure out what they want to do next. Um, and it's okay. So many people are there. This is a place where we can have those conversations. There's things I'm going to share that maybe help you out. There's things that guests will share um, that might help you out as well. So for those of you who are lost, who are trying to figure it out, or just need some advice or just something to listen to um, to get their mind working, this is a good spot for you. In this episode today, I got uh, a friend named Logan from St. Paul, Minnesota. We just met recently. He does a podcast actually out there in St. Paul called This Is Not A Podcast, The Podcast. So a couple interesting names, but his podcast essentially is he goes out into the city and just has conversations with, with people. He tries to record just authentic conversations, real conversations, and then puts it together in a podcast form. So it's just a unique take um, on communication, and, and I think it's it's really interesting. It caught my attention, and so we had a good conversation. So I do hope that you guys enjoy this one. Thank you. Well, first off, Logan, thanks a lot for, for joining me, man. Um, we just connected recently through LinkedIn. No, not LinkedIn. I lied. It was through Reddit. Reddit. Through yeah. Reddit. Yeah, yeah. There's so many platforms nowadays. LinkedIn. What's that? I'm not on LinkedIn. Gotcha. That's right. Yep, yep. Uh, I get confused. I mean, I, I use so many platforms nowadays when I'm doing the podcast. I, I, I lose track half the time. So it was what's Reddit LinkedIn that we could like? Is that, what's, what's is that? LinkedIn good to use? I think it's great. I think that it works. It, it, it's more like a professional style social media where you can you know, kind of talk about what you do, what you offer. And believe it or not, there's like spaces for podcasts on there as well. People create pages and talk about their podcasts, what they do. Certain people go on there to look for podcasts to listen to. People will share like tips and tricks, um, kind of like if there's something you're struggling with, you can ask the question and people respond on there. So it's like, it's like your own online community, like with any social media. But for me, I found it just more professional, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, maybe I should give it a try. Yeah, I mean, I think it works well. You get like a lot of, great feedback on certain things i mean if you have questions so many people on there are willing to kind of help out i learned with reddit when you, you can put certain ideas and thoughts out there and start discussions um but they can go to so many different directions because anybody kind of responds to those where i think in linkedin um people are m- they're more for specific reasons yeah, you know what i mean more professional and like guarded yeah that's my problem with social media like twitter is just it's just crazy the people that come you come into contact with and yeah i don't know i did one episode where i promoted a tweet on twitter and a bunch of k-pop stands like <laughs> spammed me like you know k-pop stands yeah 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 i don't know if you're on twitter but yeah i just promoted a random tweet that had nothing to do with k-pop and they just started commenting on it and uh-huh harassing me kind of so i'm yeah. trying to get away from social media I, I, like myself, I, I never used social media until honestly, I was like, I was 24, or 25 when I first created it. Like when I started doing or prepping for the podcast, um, mm-hmm. before that, I never used it. Like when I was playing soccer, I stayed away from it completely. I always thought of it as like almost like a distraction for myself. So I thought I'm not going to mess with it. It just seems like it takes up too much time. Did you like, have, when did you start using it actually? Have you always used it or picked it up later? Um, I think Twitter and Facebook, prob- I don't know. It's, I've gone through so many, like you know uses like first when i think i started twitter i think i just used it like maybe just to talk to a few friends yeah and then i just got off it completely and just use it for like getting news and um and then and then i actually started using it you know a couple years ago to try Uh to be funny and whatnot (laughs) and um now i use it to for the podcast and it's a good it's a good method to to find guests and Mm -hmm you know, people that might enjoy your show, but yeah. Does well, real t- quick, before we get like super far into it, yeah. go ahead and just tell me what your, your podcast is. I know what, what it's called, but I want to have kind of you shared in your own words. I read the description, watched uh, or listened to a few of the episodes. Go ahead and just in your own words, let's, let's, let's hear what it is and then we can get into it. Yeah. I'm probably the worst at talking about it, but um, <laughs> it's called, this is not a podcast, the podcast. 
Um, and it's really just all about the making of the podcast. Really. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, um, I use sort of real conversations with real people and uh, I record people in moments that they wouldn't expect to be recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, I guess that's sort of the easiest way to describe it. Yeah. And I use those recordings to, uh, to um, sort of boost or to support whatever sort of tactic I'm using um, to either promote the podcast or whatever. So for example, I'll have an episode where I'm talking about guerrilla marketing and I went out here in Minnesota where I live. I uh, rode the train and I promoted my podcast to strangers, Mm -hmm. just random strangers on the street. So I did a whole episode about that. I did an episode about, um, exploring like how to monetize your podcast. Yeah. Um, with like Patreon and other services. And I spoke to, you know, some creators that have had a lot of success on Patreon and it's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's not your typical podcast. Um, I think the more I talk about it, the more I make it sound dumb. So (laughs) I just tell people to listen to it or don't listen to it and, and, you know, get what it get from it, whatever you will. Yeah. I mean, like from from what I understood, I mean, especially when we talked on the phone, it like you said, it's recording. There's just real conversations where where you normally wouldn't hear that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Especially as somebody listening, you don't get to hear those authentic conversations just randomly happening unless you're outside doing them yourself. So, like when you started doing that, was that awkward? Like when you're going up to people and just asking these questions? Like I guess there's one episode in particular I listened to, and it was mm-hmm. that one about money. You were out there asking strangers about or for money correct yeah so that was the most recent episode i did yeah and uh yeah that was just uh, a little intro that was the intro for the episode and uh, mm-hmm. uh yeah I, just, I mean that was sort of more of a joke i was just setting up uh yeah uh, a little container and uh just standing down the street and had a sign uh that said i had a podcast and needed money mm-hmm. because that episode was going to be all about you know, how to make money for your podcast. Yeah. Um, that In that case, I wasn't really scared because I wasn't talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I did the episode on guerrilla marketing and I had to go out into the streets and like talk to random people, that was like terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I think most people generally don't want to speak to you. Um, they definitely don't want to speak to you when you're holding like a recorder in your mm-hmm. hand. And especially with COVID and everything, um, people just want nothing to do with you. Um, but so I, I had to get creative for that. I actually like uh, wore a little microphone, like the one you're wearing now, like a little lapel and uh, hit it in my shirt and like slid it where the you would button it up, mm-hmm. one of the buttonholes. So they couldn't actually see that I was mic'd up. And uh, yeah, because I, when I tried it with just holding my recorder, um, nobody talked to me at all, um, or at least said anything, you know, worth using. Yeah. So I, that, that sort of supports the whole notion of my podcast. Like when people know they're being recorded for something, they either put on some sort of front or, or they just want nothing to do with you Yeah. most of the time. Are those ones where you get people to actually respond? Like, I got a feeling they're probably confused as well and probably feel you know awkward and i'm gonna guess that like when it comes to i guess i'll put it this way do you ask them can you record them or, or do you just go ahead and do it and put it out there anyways because like is that i mean i don't know if that's illegal or whatever do you, is it have you looked into that yeah so I, it just depends on the scenario mm-hmm. um if if i'm called if i'm talking to them on the phone here in minnesota there's this thing called the the one party consent state And uh, Minnesota happens to be a one-party consent state. So if I am recording a phone call with somebody, as long as I consent to the recording, then it's perfectly fine to use wherever. Hmm. Um, And I don't know what states are like that. I don't know if that's even the majority, but Minnesota just happens to be like that. I've never never heard of anything like that. (laughs) Yeah, I actually talk about it in one of my episodes. 
it's it's crazy um because like consent is shouldn't be a one party thing anyway yeah so sort of an oxymoron um but it works for me and i never like it's not like i'm doing prank calls or i'm not like trying to make anybody look a certain way right um but like it just depends like when i'm talking to friends sometimes um i will tell them i'm recording or like especially like if i hit them up like hey i need to talk to you about this then they sort of know but um like i've done episodes where i call apple podcasts and uh talk to them and uh i don't tell them i'm recording um but uh yeah so i, I guess it just depends so if you do now i'm curious since Minnesota is one of those states that does that one consent person, what if you do a podcast online? Well, I guess that doesn't make any sense. You'd have a consent anyways if it was online. That was just forget I asked that question. Yeah, as long <laughs> as one person is down to yeah. or which is usually you yourself, then mm-hmm. it's good. So I don't Interesting. know. Yeah, it's a weird law, but yeah. When did you let's talk about when did you start this podcast? Oh, uh, I'm not even sure what the month was. It was this summer. Oh, so it's uh, recently. Yeah, June maybe, May. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even March. I don't even know. But yeah, there's eight episodes right now. I'm working on the ninth. It, it, they take a long time. Um, yeah. Not like a normal podcast, I think, where you just, like me and you, we're talking right now, and we have like 30 or 40 minutes, whatever, to talk. And then yeah. you do some minor editing, and it's probably good to go. But Right. Me, it takes me a long time to edit and just record what I'm, you know, what I need. Uh, well, you so. do a lot of like, and one of the ones I listen to, there's like, there's you talking, then somebody else talking, then some music, and you throw in like responses. It's it, it's it's interesting. I mean, I thought it was pretty unique, and I, I could tell that takes a lot of time because I even do like, I honestly do minimal editing to the one that I do, mm-hmm. just to make sure like if there's, especially when we're doing it online, if there's like any kinks in audio or if I have like a weird snag here and there. I'll have to edit that tiny little portion out, but then it's kind of good to go after that, you know, but yours seems like there's a little, it's methodical. There's so many pieces that are cut and then put together and cut and put together. Is that, is that right? Yeah. It's probably a, the podcast with the most editing, but with the least good quality, if that makes sense. Like yeah. you know, when I'm recording phone calls, a lot of time, I'm just like, like if somebody calls me out of the blue, I'm fumbling for my recorder you know, there might be an echo in the room. It's like not ideal circumstances. Right. Um, sometimes I'll talk too loud and mess up the microphone or whatever, mm-hmm. bump the microphone. Things that, you know, are frowned upon in the normal podcasting community. But um, things that I like, you know, I don't try to go out of my way to fix things. Sometimes I'll be bothered by technical little things. But for the most part, I just, yeah, try to create sort of a um, an experience. Uh, you know more of a mood than um focusing on the you know quality technically yeah no i think i just talked about that recently i think on my last episode um like at least for me like when i started like when i think about podcasts it's it's so much more at least for myself about like the content what are you listening to what are you hearing more so than like how it all sounds like if you have those weird like mic issues here and there like i mean we're human that kind of shit's gonna happen all the time i think that like people get discouraged if it's not perfect whereas those all those small little things that like we notice a, as we record and do our own podcast and go back to edit, like, oh my God, they're gonna hear this. What if they hear this in the background? Like are they gonna what are they gonna say? Rarely do people even think about that stuff. Like when I listen to podcasts myself, I hear random stuff in people's podcasts all the time, no matter how professional they are. And like it bothers me not at all. You know what I mean? Like exactly. when I first started and I bought this mic, not the one I'm using now, but a different one. I mean, I put the batteries in this thing. It has one of those, I don't know if you know what it's called. I forgot what they're called, but they have like a weird channel switch on the top where you can change it to like two channel four and a couple other ones. Not a clue what any of that stuff meant. I just pl- uh, put in batteries, turn it on, started recording, and that was it. I mean, I had random yep. stuff going on in the background, not a clue. And so like in my first few episodes, it's all over the place, you know, until I, until I learned how to edit these things a little bit more, you know. So I guess when you started, did you like look up all the best equipment or did you just say, let's just use whatever I have? and let's just go with it yeah so i when i started all i it was very much born out of like i just want to do something right now like i was sort of stuck in the covid couldn't really you know go out in the house and create stuff or whatever yeah um so i just wanted to make something at home and i you know 
to the best of my ability. So I had this little cheap condenser mic that I just already had and, uh, you know, cheap little thing you can buy on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't even have a recorder at the time. I think I just was plugging that into my iPhone or my laptop for when I had calls on my phone. I couldn't record and yeah. on the phone at the same time. So it was it was not ideal. Like I remember uh, when I recorded the voiceover for my first episode, I was recording like two feet behind an air conditioner or in front of an air conditioner. <laughs> so then when I'm listening to it back, I'm like, wow, I'm I'm very I really messed up. So the first couple episodes are like heavily edited. Like I did so much editing to hide technical yeah. in the those ones. Um, and yeah, like the first few episodes, I had no idea what I was doing. All the editing was taking so long. Um, but now I have like presets and stuff, so I don't have to spend too much time. But yeah, I pretty much had no idea what I was doing. I just sort of went with the flow. It was not ideal. My laptop was crappy at the time. Um, the phone calls sound even worse than they do now. Now I have a, a Zoom H5 recorder, which... That's what I have, I think. Oh, really? I think so. I'm not using it right now. I use that like one. It's one of those little bit bigger ones where you can like set it on the table and do it in person, right? Yeah. Okay. I have one of those too. Yeah. Um, it's it's nice. A friend suggested it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like at, at first I was pretty, um, you know, intimidated by all the, how it looked and whatnot. But he just told me the basic features. I looked at, you know, one YouTube video and was like, okay, I can, I can do it. And, um, you know, I still, you know. It still sounds lo-fi. A lot of things don't sound great technically, but yeah. like I said before, I'm not too focused on the quality. Um, and yeah, I agree with you. I don't think anybody else is focused on that either. You know, people listen to podcasts when they're like um, cooking and like mowing the lawn. Like I think some podcasters just take themselves too seriously. Like they're listening to their episodes on like fancy headphones and like, well, uh, you know, will yeah. be upset by every little breath you take or sniffle and uh i i don't really care about that yeah i mean like when i listen to mine i'm listening to it like i listen to it in the car so i'm like preoccupied with driving and looking out the window and all the other stuff it's like a nice thing to have in the background you know what yeah. i mean so yeah, I no, nobody most people listen yeah so. i remember i was um in one of my episodes one of the earlier ones i was using that that zoom mic you just talked about mm-hmm. and it was me and somebody here at my place and my cat was in the background playing with like, some of his toys. And to me, like sitting there, it wasn't loud at all. Like the cat was right next to me by the table messing around and you can hear like the rattling of this toy. And I was like, that's not too bad. But then when I went to go listen to it, like in the podcast, like later when I went to listen to the recording, oh my God, it's crazy how much that thing picks up. Like the, the sound, the, the tiny little nuances all over like the apartment. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally like that stuff. I like the it gives, you know, your episodes character and whatnot, but yeah. yeah, I guess as far as professionalism is concerned, they might, might not be deemed as professional when you have noises like that, but. But like, that's the crazy thing, like podcasting, like this isn't like, who who said this is supposed to be like a pro- professional realm? You know what I mean? Like this is literally a- anything that you want it to be. That's like why I think it's so fun. Like, yeah. if you, like individually, like I think like. Obviously, as we get better at this and, and hopefully like it grows maybe for myself and for you, then it makes sense, obviously, to upgrade equipment as you go on because you can do it at that point, you know. But I think to start it, especially for the people that want to like get going, to waste your money on all that expensive equipment, like nobody's going to care about that if you got nothing to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's that would be one of the biggest pieces of advice I would give anybody is, you know, who cares about equipment? I think there's like a a guard, uh, you know, it's already become like podcasting has already become like a, I don't know exactly what it was supposed to be the antithesis of. Like it was just supposed to be, you know, people just talking and making their own content. Now it's like all corporate, corporatized and, you know, professionalized. And, yeah. you know, people say, well, don't record a podcast if you don't have this, this, and this, and this. And it's just like, I would, yeah, I'm completely on the other side of the fence. Like, right. When I, the first two episodes I made on that crappy little microphone, and it was just me trying to get the most interesting, you know, things I could capture on the audio. Yeah. No matter how bad they sounded. 
Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I would. Listening to your episodes, like you, you carry like a tone and your voice. It's kind of like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you do it intentionally, or maybe it's just kind of how it goes when you're doing it. But it sounds like you're um, like narrating, um, just like how how is it so hard to put in the words it just sounds like so low you just, you just sound so down does that kind of make sense yeah i guess i don't know um and i don't know if that's like an intentional like i think it flows maybe it's just like your voice so it works well um it reminds me of like i'm um, watching like maybe like a little video with somebody like narrating in the background just like almost like monotone in a way um regardless of what's going on the voice kind of just kind of stays the same it could be the most epic thing going on or the worst thing but the voice kind of remains constant yeah, Maybe it works. I think it sounds great. Do you notice that at all, or no? Or is that intentional? You're just talking about narration. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like the first two or three episodes, the narration was just sort of me coming up with it on the spot. Oh, okay. so I think those episodes sound a little more like I'm, you know, stuttering over my words and and whatnot. And it it, it definitely doesn't sound like your professional podcast, like mm-hmm. narration or whatever. And then the the later episodes, I started writing some narration, and every now and then it just goes back and forth between stuff I'm coming up with on the spot. But yeah, well, I guess I'm kind of I don't know. Do I sound monotone now or like? No, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like right now, like you just it's it just sounds like a normal conversation. Like, mm-hmm. um, for, yeah, it, it just maybe it's, it's it's your podcast voice. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sometimes when um my I'm recording my girlfriend or whatever. She'll she'll know because of my voice, but I I don't know. I think she's just making that up because I don't <laughs> think I change my voice. I try to like maybe pronounce my words a little more like yeah. clear and enunciate. But I, I think know. I'm I'm the same way in the sense that like like when I do the podcast, I try to make it as if I'm actually just talking to the person face to face because I want it to feel like the exact same. Um, sometimes it almost feels like I sound like um like it's pre-recorded almost like mm-hmm. I can't help it. Like, but I can tell when I, when I talk and when I get passionate, I talk so fast and I start like stuttering all over the place. You know what I mean? And it's so, like, I also have to find myself like slowing down. Mm-hmm. I think I'm way better now than when I first started, when I started, like, I mean, I, I just started talking, you know what I mean? It was just like all over the place. Like when you started, did you have like something in mind? I got to slow this down. I'm going to try this. Or did you just talk, listen to it and then adjust afterwards? Like the episodes that came after that. I almost like like the imperfections and like the stutters and like the, you know, just the imperfections because I think I, you're I, human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I think when you're making up anything like on um, quote unquote professional, you try to hide all those things and, and then the people hearing it, they, they just get a false sense of like, of just life and like what it takes to make these things. Like mm-hmm. one of the things that, my podcast I think does, or at least people have told me it does is like, it inspires them to like create because I'm not like, I don't have all the tools in my bag to like make something good or professional, but it it motivates. It's, it's like bad enough for them to get motivated to make something good. (laughs) That makes sense. Like it's, it's not too good and it's not too bad. It's just like a perfect, you know, unprofessional mess. And I think that inspires people because they're like, oh, this guy's stuttering in his podcast. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I can do that. Yeah. Like, I can, I can either do better than him or as good as him. Like, it just gives a voice to, like, normalcy. And that's why I love these, like, normal conversations with people. Yeah. Um, because uh, those are the ones we never hear. Yeah. You know, conversation with you and whoever at the store or you and your friend on the phone, like we don't hear those conversations. We just hear the perfectly polished podcast conversations, the three hour long Joe Rogan episodes where you get an author talking about everything he's been studying for 20 years. And, you know, people see that and they're like, wow, I can never, you know, be like that. But yeah, like most people aren't like that. And um, I just, yeah, I guess I like showcasing that. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. That's why, that's why I think it's like fun to talk about like the process, you know, and all that stuff that happens like in the background that I think like a lot of people don't know about. Like I think a lot of people or 
you can get to a point where you can afford to have somebody else like doing your editing and all that sort of stuff. Like when I first started, I asked a friend to do my to to help me with editing. I gave him like ten bucks for each episode because I mean it was just like so overwhelming for me. Just because like first off, I'm not tech savvy at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good with computers or phones. I mean, editing audio was just brutal when I first started, you know. So that's why I didn't care so much um, that you could hear all that crap in the background. Obviously, a little bit better now, but I mean, for for those starting, like you said, there's there's a lot that goes into it, and it's okay to show that stuff. That that to me is like part of the fun, and I think it's it's helpful because not just like for somebody that's listening to this that wants to do a podcast themselves, but for anything that they want to do. I think it just goes to show that you don't have to like aim for perfect. First of all, because that's not real. But then second of all, like, I mean, the only thing you can possibly hope to show is like the truest version of yourself. And that can't be done through like everything scripted, everything sounding perfect all the time, just because that's not real life. Exactly. Exactly. I want to ask you quickly, um, in one of the episodes that I listened to a little bit ago, you said that one of the main reasons you wanted to start this, or you had this like conversation where you were thinking of it's either go get a real job or do the podcast where there's not a whole lot of guarantees. in. I mean, let's just for a second, like be honest and talk about that side of it, like the money side. I think people can, it's, it's easy to get into the, for, for the wrong reasons, like wrong reasons. So you see like Joe Rogan with the big contract, which is absolutely amazing. But for the everyday person, is that going to happen? Probably not. Can you make money podcasting? I think absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, but first of all, start doing it for the money. Starting it for money is for the wrong reasons. Cause that can take a little bit of time. Um, but that dilemma you had with, do I go to the route of the, just a real job or do the podcasting? Um, first of all, what was going through your mind? Like when you're making that decision and how do you cope in that time? Because when you start the podcast, you're probably not making any money unless you're super, super, you know, lucky. Someone saw you, whatever it is. But what was that decision like for you, man? Um, yeah, I guess it, like I said, it sort of came out of that weird COVID time where yeah. everybody's just scared about whether they're going to have a job and um, you know, just what the future looks like for them. And I think, I mean, I, I was, I think during that month or two months, like in March or April um, podcasts like soared, like the number of new podcasts were like broke records um, mm-hmm. or whatever. So I guess my podcast was sort of born from that. Um what was the exact question or well i guess like the question was that's part of it right there is kind of deciding or where did this come from and like you said it came from this pandemic thing but then we don't make money off of it right off the bat unless i think we're extremely lucky so as you choose the route of doing podcasting obviously you got to eat somehow you got to pay your bills somehow so i mean what did you did did you get a job just a part-time thing are you still doing that or like what does that look like for you yeah i think it's tough in the podcasting community, I think there's so many sort of oxymorons or just things that don't make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, what was that window for? It says the, what's that? Oh, nothing. Something just popped up on zoom. Oh, was it? Yeah. Sorry. But like, for example, there's just so much advice where like, yeah, it works, but it doesn't really work. Like a lot of new podcasts, I see that start like we'll have a Patreon right away. And it's like, that could be a good idea, but then that could also turn off so many people because then they're just like, Oh, this guy's just doing it for money. Um, But then again, you get people that say, just have it because if you get somebody that wants to donate, then, then there you go. Um, is that is that what that is? What is Patreon? I've heard of it, but I honestly have no idea what, what, what is that for? Oh, okay. So Patreon is, um, it's like a, it's almost like a subscription service where you start an account, say you wanted to start an account, your podcast and, um, people there's like tiers you can have, you can have a $2 tier. I personally have a $2 tier and a $5 tier. So if people want to donate $2 a month, then they'll get certain rewards back, whether it's bonus episodes or early episodes, um, or, you know, uh, merch stickers um, it can be one-time things it can be reoccurring rewards and um, you you know set the prices set the tiers and uh, people people sign up but um, so it's like a platform to like to support what you're doing essentially right 
Yeah, it's for artists and creators. Okay. And that's what my most recent episode was about. It was about exploring Patreon and uh, OnlyFans, which is another subscription service, but it's mostly used for nudes and whatnot. But um, mm-hmm. some artists use that as well. But um, Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, what was I going to say about Patreon? Um, but it's, I, I don't know. Me personally, my advice for, for like how to monetize your podcast or for how to make money. Like if you want to sell ads, that's a whole nother thing that like, I, I don't think I'm ever like would do that. I don't think that interests me. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I don't really have advice as far as that goes. But mm-hmm. if, if you're thinking about starting a Patreon, I would just, I, I did it when people started asking me, like, do you have a Patreon? Like once you get like, I think a couple people, two or three people that ask for it, then you're like, okay, and then I should probably make it. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's kind of what I did. Um, but it's, it's just hard because it's every podcast is so different. Yeah. There's not like a good, you know, there's no good advice anywhere. Like if you go on Reddit, I don't know if you went on like Reddit when you were first starting your podcast and like how to start a podcast what should i look for what do i need i don't know it's because then you just get the same old hashed you know tips that every podcaster is using yeah so then your podcast is just another middle of the road podcast Mm -hmm. and it's not actually going to be different from you know and stand out so it's it's hard like some of the advice on reddit and other platforms and websites are good but i don't know just try to stay true to your own vision and yeah. what you want to do. Cause I think that like when it comes to like the awesome thing about like platforms like Reddit is the people can kind of go on there and share their stuff, what kind of worked for them. But then that's just kind of the problem sometimes like what's going to work for one person or a group of people isn't necessarily going to work for everybody. Now that doesn't mean like that information isn't like helpful because obviously you can always pick and choose pieces that, that kind of make sense. Maybe it relates to you and wherever you are in your own process, you know, um, I think for me, when it, I honestly didn't look at any of that stuff because I didn't have like any media when I was just starting. I think maybe I just Googled how do I or like what what do I use to make a, po- a podcast? So I came across like you have to have um, some some platform that's going to do the hosting for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to have obviously something to record with, you know, but even that could be so minimal. I mean, like a lot of the stuff I found said you could just use your phone if you want to, because most phones nowadays have like decent enough audio and cameras on them that you can get by just fine there. So I just started out with basics. I asked a friend, actually a coworker, he did a podcast and asked him, what does he use? And he had one of those, a good setups, those, those, those crazy cool microphones that you see like Joe Rogan using, you know, he had some of those cause he's been doing it for a while, but he told me not to waste my money on that stuff. Just get something basic, something just to start recording. And then that's what I did. And then over like over a little bit of time, as I started to get more comfortable, that's when I started looking at other stuff um, for audio. But but like you're saying, yeah, it's to be unique on there. I think like when, when money is involved, sometimes it's almost like off-putting because when you want to try to make something so authentic, it, you almost feel wrong to ask for money. You know what I mean? Um, even though I don't think that's necessarily like a wrong thing because you're spending the time and the effort and you're putting yourself out there and you, and you want to be kind of rewarded for that or you want um, some sort of recognition. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, this is fun. This is super enjoyable. Uh, but it still takes that time. It still takes that like mental effort and energy and, and that should go to something. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, and like at the end of the day, I th- like Patreon has done their own studies and their studies show that m- most of the people that end up signing up for your Patreon are not doing so for the rewards that they get. It, they're doing so because they just want to support you. Yeah. Um, so that's like, the biggest thing that if you're making something good, there will be people that want to support it. Um, and like me and my podcast, like, I don't know what I, I just have this like, um, naive, um, feeling where I'm just like, not, I'm totally open with sharing everything. And like, um, I have no fears of sharing anything. So I have no problem with asking people for money or, or sharing whatever, um, in the podcast yeah um yeah so and i think that that in itself is like authentic i think again it goes back to the thing we talked about earlier like a podcast can be literally whatever you want it to be it can be this thing where it's like super informational where you want to like help solve certain problems for people it can be entertainment wise um 
it can just be you talking and then other people can make or decide what it means to them. That's kind of the beautiful thing where there is no right way or wrong way. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I want to see like, so we're both from what we talked about on the phone a little bit, but roughly in that same age group, um, this is like a weird time. You know what I mean? And I think that I just recently rebranded my podcast. I don't know if I mentioned to you before that I was going to work on rebranding it here soon. Um, just because again, when I started it, I just wanted to start talking, get something out there. And I didn't know who my audience was like whatsoever. I just wanted to talk, you know, and as I've been doing this for a little while, I can kind of see, you know, who's, who's more interested in this stuff. And it's, it's been that, that age group that's roughly around mine. Cause it's nice when we can like relate to being in similar shoes, going through similar things, like being outside of, outside of school, trying to figure out what the hell to do with our lives, trying to figure out work. You know what I mean? Doing stuff that's creative. Like there's just so much there. Um, but I guess one specific question I've been thinking about just asking every every guest from now on just for the heck of it is, did you go to school? What you major in? And are you using your degree in, in, in any way? I guess I'll tell you mine first. So I majored in philosophy. I that it was the most interesting thing in the world. And I, it was absolutely amazing. And I think to myself, well, am I doing anything with it now with the degree? No, not the degree. Because for me, it's more about like the skills and tools you kind of develop as you spend time in school. If you did spend time in school, like for yeah. example, philosophy, we you we read all the time, like complex stuff, trying to break that stuff down mentally. Um, I was always a fan of like asking those big questions. We wrote all the time. You have to be like very articulate in all the things you're trying to say. So when I think about it, all those little skills along the way that I fine tuned help me with the podcast now and help me with like speaking when I speak with people. You know, so in that sense, I didn't use the degree. But all the skills that I learned, I get to use that all the time in what I'm doing now. So go ahead and answer those questions for yourself, man. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, so I did go to school, mm -hmm. um, college. I went to a film school in uh, Los Angeles, California. Wow. And um, I ended up dropping out after a year. Um, so I did not get a degree. And um, I mean, I still love film and I'm still watch movies and try to make movies. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm using my not degree that I didn't get or whatever. Um, but yeah, school is a tough thing. Like me personally, I dropped out just because I just thought it wasn't worth the, the monetary value. I, it's a uh, expensive school is expensive everywhere. And I mean, now I don't even know, like, what people are thinking who are about to go to college or are currently in college because most of your classes are on zoom now yeah. or, you know, or whatever video Some sort of online platform. Yeah. And I mean, me personally, I would be feel robbed um, from, from, you know, an educational standpoint, especially yeah. like if, if you're studying like film or like a more hands-on thing, music or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's it's tough. School is is tough right now uh, for everyone. Um, but I mean, everything's tough right now. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I guess. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Did you think? Um, well, I guess you still are. I suppose using those skills. When you think about it, you get to apply to the podcast stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so like, in a sense, you still get to do that, right? Yeah. I, exactly. I think I'm. I'm I'm using whatever I learned. I don't think I learned much. That was kind of why I dropped out. Yeah. Everything I'm I'm sort of just self-taught with everything. But yeah, the the podcast I try to make it as cinematic as possible too and like you know that's why you know there's so much music and like sound effects and yeah. and whatnot. It's I try to, you know, I don't know any podcast that sort of have that the same template that I have. Yeah. Um but um yeah, I don't know. People, life is crazy right now. I'm sure there are a bunch of people that are just worried about the future. Um, I think, that, like, you're, I don't know. There's a generation out there that's just feeling, like, lost and and clueless. And I think it's even more depressing when you hear about, like, these these boy wonders, like, from past years, like Orson Welles directed Citizen Kane when he was like 25 years old, or the Beatles were like 22 or 23 when they came to America. Like that is just so 
unrealistic now and mm. like with the cost of living just going way up and like when when yeah it's it's I, my advice for anybody like who's just feeling lost and it's just i don't know just try not to feel lost and uh, yeah because I mean, let me let me just like being in this age group because i think you know full well as i do like that feeling of feeling lost of like having no idea what to do next and trying to like make sense of things i think the vast majority of us go through something like that. Like you said, th 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 there's those few exceptions, like the people you just listed. That happens, right? But it is rare, you know what I mean? And so I'm going to ask you this question. I guess I'll answer it, or, or, or my answer to what I do is, in this, in this time, you know, how do you find it to keep on going? Like, what is it that keeps you going? Even when you're, like, lost like that, like for myself, I developed, like, this concept, well, not the concept, I didn't develop it, but, like, the idea of vision for myself, like what that means. And I think when I pursued soccer, that was my dream, but it didn't work out. And what, what I realized after I was done is that there was something more that I still wanted. Soccer is just not going to give me that anymore. Maybe it's something else. And that's when I realized that like the idea of vision of this, this bigger thing in the background that kind of makes me feel like I'm at least on the right track where like when it comes to the podcast, for example, there's no guarantee that guarantees that any of this goes well that the right people see it, that it gets a lot of likes or views. There are zero guarantees for that. But I feel in my heart that I'm moving in the right direction. Whatever that right direction thing means, I think that I've gotten as close as I think as, as I'm going to get to it, especially at this age right now. you know. And I like to help people find or somehow understand for themselves what that is. That's the only way I think I can deal with like the, the downs, the ups, but especially like the downs in those dark moments. As, and they still come. They're going to keep coming for everybody. But like, if that question made any sort of sense at all to you, man, what is that for you? Um, I can clarify the question too, if that no, was no, all I, over I, the place. I think I get it. It's just okay. about vision, right? And yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, like I said, you know, a few times probably in this conversation that the podcast was really just born out of me just wanting to do something, just being stuck in the house. And really, like, the COVID was just, like, almost like a perfect metaphor for my life. Like, just stuck. Like, I can't really go out and have friends. Like, I had just um, shot a project all last winter. And that was starting to look like maybe it could be a failure, another unfinished failure. I'd shot. Um, oh, and then after that, I was actually making a documentary on COVID just by using um my laptop screen yeah just almost having that as a diary um and that was like i, I don't want to call them failures because i might repurpose them in the future or whatnot sure. um but at the time it just felt like another failure and i had shot shorts before that just were unfinished and i was just feeling like complete and utter failure and and covid was just like all right well you can't go out and do anything so so what are you going to do? Are you just going to, you know, sit inside and, you know, not really accomplish anything? Or are you just going to, you know, make best with what you've got, which all you got is this crappy little microphone and this crappy computer, um, you know, go make something. And um, I think that almost liberated me because I wasn't worried about trying to, like, make the most powerful or technically advanced thing it was just like all right i'm gonna do the best i can with this crappy little mic and the expectations are gonna be zero and if something comes out of this then something you know comes out of this but i wasn't expecting much um, um it's still you know in a, in a in a pretty young stage right now like only eight episodes um but it still feels like i've been working on it a while and yeah. um now i you know have the ability to you know set up plans for the future and as far as the podcast is concerned and and whatnot and um the my season finale episode 10 i'm really excited about it it's uh i think gonna just be the big a big culmination of you know covid and and quarantine and and everything my podcast represents um so i'm excited for that but i mean i don't know vision you you can try to you can try to pretend like you have the the perfect vision of what you're going to create but nothing is ever 
you know, created the way you envision it. And so the sooner you accept that, the sooner you can actually make something um, that you can be proud of. And this podcast was really like the first thing that I've ever made where like, I can still listen to episode one and not really cringe or like, <laughs> you know, it's almost like maybe I'm proud of it, but I don't know. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That, yeah. I think when it comes to that word, like failures or successes, like to me, it's just, you do stuff and then you get results. And then whatever those, what, what those results mean to you is whatever you want. You can, it can be a failure if you want. It could be something you learn from. It could be a success. Um, but I think like you don't get results at all if you don't do anything at all, especially like in this time right now during COVID. If you have any sort of like, you know, desire to do something creative, whether it is podcasting or something online or videos or music, whatever it is, writing, this is the time to do that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? You'll get results. And then from those results, you take what you will and then you go, you keep going and you get more results. You just keep fine tuning that until you feel like you're in, in, in a place where you're moving along the right lines. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, thankfully I was able to find some sort of audience or, you know, really it's just like, once you find one person that, you know, likes it and like almost tells you things that you didn't even think were in the thing that you were making. Mm -hmm. Um, like I, I did one episode where, well, it was like after my first three episodes and, um, by the end of the third episode, I had paid for a Spotify ad. Okay. And, um, somebody heard my Spotify ad one night and contacted me on Twitter and like left me this really big heartfelt message, you know, saying that the podcast helped him. He was, you know, having, you know, a bummy time and just in life and feeling, feeling down and whatnot. And, um, and, and we, we, I called them up and we had, you know, this very long conversation. It was beautiful. And I was going to put in the podcast. And then of course I forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> so yeah, we had to do it again, but like, that's just like the perfect like metaphor for what I do. Like it's like these genuine moments that, that um, we have in life that, yeah. Not everyone gets to have a front seat for and listen to. It's those like experiences and feelings that you, you can't get anywhere else. There's no amount of money that could substitute something like to have an impact on somebody else's life. There's like nothing, nothing at all. I think that means more than that, you know? Yeah. That's the number one thing. Like people will say, Oh, I liked it. Thanks. Like, or yeah, people will sign up on Patreon, but like the thing that gives me like the most pleasure or whatever is when they just say that my podcast inspired them to yeah. you know, finish this project that they, you know, were thinking about doing or stopped working on. Like that's the number one thing that makes me, you know, feel good. Yeah. I, yeah. I think if you take a chance on yourself and do what inspires you, you, you have no idea what kind of impact you might have on somebody else and what you might inspire them to do. That's like part of that it's not necessarily a gamble because you're doing what you enjoy anyways, but that could come. And when it does, again, nothing can replace that, you know, um, real quick, Logan, we're getting close to that, to that market. We've got to close up here. I want to, two things, um, that I want to say, I guess the first is, I think that what's the date right now? Today's the tw is, what is it? The 20th, 22nd, 22nd, 22nd. So yeah, I think it'd be super fun. If let's say you and I plan to do another one of these episodes next year around this exact same time, to see where this thing ends up at. Yeah. To see where your podcast ends up, to see where mine ends, ends up at. Um, to, first of all, to see are, are we going to stick with it. That's number one, right? And then to see where it takes us, if anywhere. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, so many podcasts are started. Like, I think when I was first making it, like, I think most podcasts quit after, like, three or three episodes or four episodes or something. Oh, wow. So once you make it past that threshold, you're already, like, doing better than like 60% of the shows yeah. in existence. So yeah. It's another milestone that you can pat yourself on the For back. For sure. Yeah, I mean, if you set your mind to doing at least five, then you're, you're passing that three, that, 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 that threshold. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you're starting out, start with five, no matter what, and then just go from there. But the yeah. last thing, Logan, I want to ask you, because this is interesting. You said you got a chance to meet or talk to Keanu Reeves. Is that right? Yeah, Keanu Reeves, the the famous uh, movie movie actor. John John Wick. You didn't touch his dog, did you? No, no, no. See, and I haven't even seen John Wick. Or, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, tell me about that as we wrap up. Just something fun, interesting from that from that uh, scenario. I think that's awesome. So, real quick, what what do you got from that? What was the best part? Um, well, it it really wasn't. 
How did it even happen? I guess I'll ask that. Yeah, like I reached out to him because I wanted him to play a part in um, one of my episodes because my my episodes are a mix of like, you know, I don't want to say fiction and nonfiction, but in that case, I was reenacting a conversation that I had with someone where I wasn't recording. So I needed a voice for that person. Um, and I just thought he would, he is, I like his voice. So I reached out to his agent. It's not hard to find, you know, numbers and there's websites where you can find people's contact information. I shot my shot and then waited like two weeks and didn't hear anything. And then I had a friend record the part. And then of course, right when I had the friend recorded the part, um, they got back to me and said he'd be available for like five minutes um, (laughs) because he was actually doing a lot of like press and publicity for um, one of his charities that he supports. Uh Um, So yeah, I guess if you're looking to get like a celebrity involved in a project you're doing, um, go after ones that are charitable and have charities to promote because Mm. like I I don't have the pocketbook to get Keanu reads on my podcast, but, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll tag him in all this. (laughs) See, he doesn't even have social media. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. I don't, or maybe he does, but I don't know of what site he's on. But that's not surprising. He seems like a really laid back, more laid back guy. You know. Yeah, and he just loves working on you know random things. I, yeah. yeah. And they're coming out with a new Matrix movie. I heard. Are you a fan of Matrix at all? I just recently watched the Matrix after having him on, so I was like, I should at least watch this. What'd you think? I like. I was. It was pretty good. I liked it. Okay. The first one was better than the the other two that's usually how it goes yeah first one was to me was by far the better best one but yeah new one coming out so we'll, we'll see what happens with that one um but logan hey real quick um we'll just a quick shout out to all your um whatever social media you use the people that are listening to mine right now and, and, and like what you're doing where can they like listen to you at follow you where's your podcast at and again the name of your podcast yeah so the name of the podcast is this is not a podcast the podcast um make sure you type that all of that but um it's on apple and spotify right now um you can follow me on twitter at logan lofgren l-o-f-g-r-e-n and uh or just go to the my website it's uh, not a website dot site and that just sort of has everything everything you need not a website dot site yeah how in the world do you get these names <laughs> I don't know. The domain was available, so I snatched it up. Good deal. Well, okay, Logan, thanks a lot for your time. And this was this was a ton of fun. Like I said, I say we do another one of these men in the year and just kind of see see where this thing goes, yeah? Yeah, I'm down. Perfect. Well, awesome, man. I'll, I'll stop bothering you. Uh, I guess we'll connect again sometime soon, man. Good luck to you. And, and I wish the best to you and your family. I know you, you mentioned your mom. Was it your mom that was sick? Yeah, she's starting to feel better. She uh, got the got the covid yeah got the, you know, for two or three weeks but she's finally on the up and up so that's good good, good. that's awesome man we're shooting this right before thanksgiving so i want to say thanksgiving to you and your family man and, and we'll talk again soon yeah thanks all right, Logan, take care man talk to you in a year sounds good buddy take care all right bye-bye all right